Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. So today we are talking about, um, I guess it's just the climate, the climate of 2000, 2001, or has it gone back farther? Maybe it was 2019. When it began, or could it have been further than that? But I know undoubtedly the death of George Floyd was a turning point. We've seen a lot of things happen. We've seen Eric Garner, and that was a part of that that we didn't see. But with George Floyd, it seemed to have struck a nerve in society a different way, different from even how. With Rodney King, I think that that was a turning point, but somewhere along the line, the mission, the vision, the fight, the protest, it stopped, and we did not move any further, because if we had, then those people, um, the Breonna Taylor, uh, George Floyd, and Eric Garner, and Trayvon Martin, and so many, so many more, so many other names would not have lost their life the way that they did. And so there are a lot of people and pastors and communities that are saying, pray for peace. They are saying, pray that if this verdict does not come back justly, because they're anticipating this is how the judicial system operates and has been operating for since the beginning of time. There's a rare occasion where every now and then it has to be a blue, purple, yellow moon for it to, for there to be justice that reigned because we did not um, anticipate Rodney King receiving any justice and I, I don't think he got exactly um because he's he's not here anymore so he really didn't receive justice he was be pretty bad um but the rest of them you know Trayvon never got he did not receive justice and um, Emmett Till never received justice so many names so it stopped the protest the Um, request for equality the fight for justice it ended without there being any justice or change in the system so that is why we are here today and people are saying pray for peace that when or if this verdict does not turn out the way that it should where there is justice for um, the murder of George Floyd, because it was definitely murder. Um, they're thinking that it, it may go wrong because he, you know, the prosecutors were bringing up, or the defense were saying that it was not the police officer whose name I will not mention. Uh, the police officer that killed him, it was not about their actions, their behavior, their negligence, but it, we all know it 100% was. And, you know, I just, I wish that the people who were recording, it's great they recorded 
but it just if someone had did something you know but I guess I can understand how they could feel like their life could have been in danger if they helped him or if they fought for his life so the thing of it is and again this is just my own humble humble opinion if the bible says that we suffer violence and the violent take it by force so i'm so i'm sorry to say that i disagree with the prayer for peace because why should we why should we continue to be peaceful when no one else is why should the black people pray and stand down and be peaceful when the police aren't when the white people are not why should we do that why should we continue to be martyred and murdered and why should we continue to this system says that justice for all that is what it's written but it's not that is not being practiced and another thing is that (laughs) I listen to teachers and students and people say the Pledge of Allegiance every day and they say one nation under God yet these same people say you have to take prayer out of school they say we have to do a moment of silence I don't get it I am completely confused if you are saying one nation under God how is that different from saying the Lord's Prayer I just if you're saying we don't want to pray then why are you saying the pledge? Why are you singing these the Star Spangled Banner? Why? It's just, I don't think people are thinking these things through. But the other thing is that why should we be in peace? You know, they had, they were going through these motions and they are not, taken justice into consideration they, they just don't care you know we are still black people are still not considered human beings the reason why people are able to do things um, hurtful things evil things mean things nasty things even to the point of murder of someone without having any conscious is because they're detached and they do not see you or respect you as a human being. And that is the case for some. I have personally experienced that. And people, when someone dehumanizes you, that is very dangerous. That's extremely dangerous because that just means that they are capable and able to do any and everything that someone would consider grievous, harmful, or um, just terrible to another human being. And sometimes we find that these very people are so passionate about the protection of animals. Go figure. But back to the point at hand, I don't understand why pray for peace. Just like the, the brother of Bethany, I just uh I think that it is a it was a slap in the face t- for him to hug his brother's murderer 
his brother was sitting on the couch eating ice cream in his own home mind his business and this Caucasian woman police officer broke into his house or just walked in the door opened fire taking his life and he hugged her and said she shouldn't go to jail she absolutely should go to jail she you know you live by the story you die by the story an eye for an eye like she absolutely should go to jail absolutely and Zimmerman absolutely deserved to go to the electric chair he killed a child and the police told him we heard the recording told him to stop following him he didn't so he premeditated it was premeditated murder he knew exactly what he was doing he absolutely deserved to go to the electric chair he should not be walking around free and those people who killed George Floyd absolutely deserve to um, choke to death. They do. And the ones that killed Breonna Taylor absolutely deserve to be (laughs) shot to death. So those are just my only opinion. Now, you know, forgiveness, absolutely. Go ahead and forgive them. But there still needs to be consequences for your behavior. There still needs to be consequences for the things that you do that change other people's lives you took a life but you don't just when someone is murdered the whole family community and people that are around them they're all affected we're all affected by these tragedies and why should we now be peaceful they weren't peaceful when OJ Simpson got off oh my goodness they got crazy and listen, don't even, you don't want me to get started on that. But the whole truth of the matter, if you think about it, it wasn't OJ. I believe it was OJ Jr. Because OJ needs our toe up and he can't run. And who in a right mind just going to stand there? And if she was, Nicole Simpson was already afraid of OJ, she wouldn't let him in. She was not allowing him on the premises. She wouldn't take his phone call. So I'm sure she did not let him in the gate. And so there would have been more cause of concern for not just from her, but from Cato, from everyone, if it was O.J. Simpson. But I believe that O.J. Jr., they did not feel the threat. However, if O.J. Jr. was on drugs and he was under a substance, then he absolutely could have went mad. And that could have been the reason why she allowed him in there because she was not afraid of OJ Jr. She didn't, nobody saw him as being a threat. And I believe that's how that happened. And OJ Jr. was young enough and good health. And he had the ability to run, jump, run fast and jump and do all the things that OJ Simpson could no longer do because he's old. And I think that he, his, his, he was telling the truth. And I think that he enlisted his friend to help free his son because that's what a father would do. And he knew that he was innocent. And so he didn't want them to even look at his son because they would find. Now, I think if um, Law and Order was on there, Detective Benson, they'd have cracked that case. But, hey, it, it is what it is. One day it might come out. Maybe it won't. We don't know. But I don't think that it was it was him. But but the point is that they 
these Caucasian people acted a fool and to this day they still feel like <laughs> OJ did it. I just, I don't. But we have on video, I mean, it, he was tried, you know, by a jury and the law and the people acquitted him. So I don't know why they keep bringing it up, but they still, they still made him suffer. They still punished him and put him, to, put him in jail, didn't they? So offer something else. But these people who are murdering our black people, black men, black women, black children, they're getting nothing. Nothing. They're getting to go home. That Zimmerman went and made a profit off of the murder weapon. How disgusting is that? So I do not agree with pray for peace. I don't. We suffered. We have been suffering violence for so long. And it's about time we take it by force. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop killing us. They're not going to stop intimidating us. They're not going to stop mistreating us. They're not going to stop making us victims of injustice. They're not going to stop ridiculing. Another situation is the Sharon Osbourne and Cheryl Underwood. Cheryl Underwood showed the whole world how this angry black woman stereotype is not true. And now we have what people are calling the Karens, which they're saying about, you know, the white women who are calling the police on black people for no reason. That's been going on for decades and centuries, but it's been working. And it's, to this day, it's still, truth be told, it's still working. It still works. I have seen it personally. It still works. And they know it. They have been groomed and taught that this is what you do. And so they do it. But the way Sharon Osbourne cut up on Cheryl Underwood on national television, ridiculous. And she, Cheryl Underwood just had to just stand there, sit there and say anything. Why did she have to sit there and say nothing while this lady berated, degraded, and disrespected her? Why? Because of the negative stereotype. But how many times does that happen? It happens over and over again. And the system allows it. The system nourishes it. The system, um, uh, the system says it promotes it. That's what it does. So I think that whatever it is they feel like they need to do when this situation happens, do it. I'm not going to tell anybody how you shouldn't feel how you feel. You shouldn't do what you think. Because we have already seen the judicial system is not for us. So why sit back and take it? Why? If you're going to suffer anyway, don't suffer in silence. If you're going to, you know, if, if you are going to have to endure more pain and more suffering, just, I don't know, like Samson, he knew he was going to die, but he took a whole bunch of people out with him. I don't know. Maybe we need a new, you know, a 21st century Nat Turner. Because, you know, nowadays there's people standing around and they see things happening. They don't say anything. They think that that makes them neutral. No, that makes you an enemy of progress. That's what that makes you. So, I don't know. What do you think? Because that's just my opinion and my feeling. And as I always say, ain't nothing that I'm saying long. But just had a conversation with some 
with my siblings today and it just came up and thought I'd talk about it. So I did. Anyhow, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. Make sure that you get your blessing and when it bubbles all the way to the top, go ahead and bless somebody else. And don't you go out there. Let's have the brown say, don't go out there messing up somebody else's day. Don't do that. If you can't be the sunshine of somebody's day, don't be a cloud in a sky. So, have a great day. Cyber Kisses and Virtual Hugs. Thank you.